Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. We're together again with my dear friend, Tom Harmon, and he has been a great blessing to me through the years. One of the things I want to share with you is that he has a heart to help people. There are so many people that, that you know, they have a desire to serve the Lord, and there are, are people that go out and do things to serve the Lord. He is reaching people in a way that is just it's amazing. Uh, some of the people that he's helping where he's been, he was he was in Tanzania, and now he's in South Africa, and I just am so thankful for his work there. We are in James chapter number five, verse number seven and eight. It says this. It says, be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth, and hath long patience for it, until he receive the early and latter rain. Be ye also patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Yeah, man, I, I love this this opening up with be patient, therefore. And he's talking about what we talked about this in the last episode. Uh, he's you know saying, therefore, because of what we've just talked about, you know, be patient. The coming of the Lord, it, he's coming. The Lord is coming to take us home. And this is a difference between setting up his new kingdom on earth after the tribulation versus pre-tribulation. He's talking about where Christ is going to come back and bring his believers, his loved ones and rapture them and bring them home to him where we will finally have a, a rest. And the, 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 the distinguishing point that he, you're making brother is, is the distinguishing point of Jesus coming back for his saints in the rapture and Jesus coming back yeah. with his saints and setting his foot on this ground, setting up his kingdom and he's saying, be patient, therefore, brethren. What a great connection. Uh, we, we see that these people are, are struggling. They have been under persecution. He warns the rich people to not have their focus on, on riches and ill-gotten gains. And then he says, be patient, therefore, brethren, because the coming of the yeah. Lord is getting closer. Now, James here, this is the half-brother of Jesus. Hey, this is probably one of the earlier books written or letters written, and it was cyclical in this area. But one thing we do know is that if they could say it then that Christ was coming and they thought it was soon, we should say it. Uh, what is it, 2,000 yeah. years roughly later? And so yeah. we're seeing that he's encouraging them. He says, be, be patient or stick to it. The Lord is coming close, but he says, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth. Yeah, I love that phrase because Christ points to me, Christ points to you, he points to all believers as his precious fruit. And, and that goes to show the mindset of Christ. It is not, uh, you know, we look at ourselves as worthless. I, I look at myself and say, I, how am I considered precious to God? I, I'm all of my goodness is as filthy rags. There's, there's nothing good within me except the goodness of Christ. 
the salvation that Christ gave me was only by the work of Christ himself. Everything I have that is good came from Christ. And yet Christ looks at me and says, you're precious. And to me, that, that term just tells me, you know what? Christ is worth waiting for. He is worth being patient for because he looks at me as precious and he's coming back for me. Isn't that interesting that he says the precious fruit for behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit. He's waiting. He's long suffering. It says right here and have long patience for it. I'm reminded of the passage where it says God is, he is long suffering to us where not willing that any should perish. I see right here. He says the early and latter rain until he received the early and latter rain. Yeah, I mean, Christ is Christ is waiting, and he's giving everyone opportunity. I tell people all the time when I'm counseling with them, they, they'll look at me and say, I've done so much evil, I've done so much bad in my life, how could Christ possibly save me? How could he love me? I, I've done all of these wicked things, and I look at them and I say, if there's breath still in your lungs, Christ is still giving you that opportunity. Christ says, calls, he tells us to call unto him, and we will be saved. And then I tell, I tell people, look at the thief on the cross. He didn't have a long life expectancy to go work for Christ. Christ didn't call him up just so he could go be an evangelist for 30 years. No, Christ knew that day he was going to be dead with him. And Christ said, you know what? Your, your faith has saved you. This hour, this day, you're going to be with me in paradise. That is a wonderful truth because... It's encouraging not only for the unbeliever who can can call on him in his last dying breath. You know, mm, we we, yeah. we don't know. You know, this this is not a a a vocal thing, but we can call. The Lord hears our prayers, and yeah. it says in our it says in Romans that the Spirit groans things that we we cannot utter. You know, yeah. we we have a prayer partner, and and. This is the other thing that I love in this passage. It says right here, be ye also patient, establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. This is a call towards maturity. Yeah. For, for, for believers that are struggling, you've made a mistake. There is grace and forgiveness found in the Lord, but then we see it right here. He says, be patient or endure and, and, and be firm in what you believe. Establish your hearts uh, be rooted and grounded, as Colossians says. Yeah, you know, there's there's a, a common movement among Christianity today where with depression, anxiety, all of these disorders that people, and I'm not saying that they're not legitimate, but there there comes this time where people will say, why isn't God giving me peace? Why why isn't this happening? And But when you talk to them, they're mostly focusing on all of their bad problems and all of the things going on and all of the issues in their life. And usually when I do biblical counseling with them, the first thing I do is point them off of their problems and onto the Savior Jesus Christ, onto the truths of God's word. And I think this point here where he says, establish your heart or, or guard your heart, guide your heart into truth. And that does a big, uh, uh, that has a big impact on our depression and our anxiety and things like that. I suffered for with anxiety for years and depression for years. And I was on anxiety meds and antidepressants before I got saved. And the Lord brought me all, all the way through all of that. And how was it? Because I learned to establish and guard and guide my heart with the truths of God's word. 
And that gives me patience. That gives me encouragement. And that gives me hope to live each day. And this is a reminder of what Philippians chapter four says. Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are just, we won't go down the whole list, but we're supposed to think on those honest and good things and true things. And this is the the true thing. And, And we look at the passage and this is what he's saying. Establish your hearts looking to the coming of the Lord. Keeping your eyes yes. on Jesus. Turn your eyes yes. upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of this earth will grow strangely dim. The society that we live in is so full of fear about everything. I was in Tanzania when the COVID pandemic hit, and the whole society was gripped by fear. And I just kept trying to point people to Christ and say, Christ overcame COVID before it even came. Christ overcame everything. How did he overcome it? With his death. And he gave me that hope too, that even when this life ends, I have hope because I'll be with Christ, my savior. And this is where we're going to come to a close today and just draw some application. And this is where we need to find great comfort. As we're looking towards the coming of Christ, we're seeing all that God is going to do in our life and in our hearts. Let us be mindful of this one truth. He's coming but he's patient. Don't think that if God is calling you to salvation and friend, you're listening today, you don't know Christ, your Lord and Savior. Don't think that you have another moment. Today is the day of salvation. But friend, find great comfort. Believer, find great comfort that he is patient with us. He is long suffering. And may we keep our eyes on Jesus in these difficult days. Well, thank you for your time today. We look forward to hearing back from you in the coming days. God bless. I hope you were encouraged by the Word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.